So what are we doing here? I thought you knew. Oh, I, th I thought you knew. I mean, you invited me. I mean, I assumed you had something you wanted to talk about. Oh, that was a good assumption on your part. I mean, good in the sense that it made sense. Let's set some ground rules. Let's let's figure out what we maybe don't want to do. Okay. I think that's reasonable. So we don't. What don't we want to do? I think we don't. We probably don't want to do um, a lot of like cursing and just you know uh, unfamily friendly talk. I see. I'd like to keep it clean. You yeah. know, we can talk about it whatever we'd like, but. So no, no. Probably should talk about programming. Right. It's a thing we know about. So no, no profanity. Yeah, let's keep it clean. Keep it clean. No. So I, I have the stories I was going to tell. I'll just write out. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I should have should have warned you. I guess if you were doing any prep work. Yeah, I mean, I was just you know recording all the things that I might want to say to a therapist, and I thought this would be cheap. <laughs> so I think well let me let me tell you what I had in mind mm -hmm. I th it would be nice if we didn't record a podcast about programming that was just for beginners mm. I think it'd be nice to do something that's more focused on like intermediate and expert level programming not that we are qualified but as a means for our, ourselves to grow you know grow by teaching learn by teaching whatever and so in that sense, I don't think we need to be keep it clean for um, young people that are going to listen to this because that's not our that would not be our target audience. I would think. Yes. Um, but so so in that case, I think we can talk about all the you know burlesque shows. Mm -hmm. I, I like ninety percent of your stories seem to take place in in that setting. Right. Um, but just in terms of of language, I think if we keep it clean, um, that would that's just a uh, so that's sort of like a, a ch that's a challenge for me to uh, to use like right. more interesting metaphor, maybe to, mm -hmm. to yeah I think so. I mean, when yeah. you jump when you when you go blue immediately, that's just laziness. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think okay. it is. I think it's a sign of a weak right. mind. People who just fall back to these uncouth words it's just all about shock <laughs> right. we don't need that so we want we don't want anybody so what do you think about that what do you think about more hmm. all right oh pardon me i'm drinking probably don't want to pick that up on the microphone what, um, is that because of the just kids water, folks just water what do you think about that what do you think about a, a podcast for programmers at the intermediate to expert is level? that what it is you know get down with the compilers get talk about the bits Talk about the just the bit. I like the idea yeah. of just yeah, focusing that, that, on a know. single bit until we really understand it. You know, you want it. You want it like like the real the true artist really centers in on the, in their craft on just the the minute detail till they can really become one with that, and that's what we will do with the bit. No, I mean I think that's interesting. I feel like it's not just technology though, right? Is it just technology you want to talk about? I mean, not even technology, like not like flying cars or whatever. I'm just not just software development. What's interesting about software is it's everywhere mm. now and we can really cross the boundaries. I mean, if you want to have a 10 part series on ethics, I feel like that can be sort of interwoven with, uh, with software. Um, 
So I really don't feel like we're we're limited. But I feel like starting with software and targeting the people that that would be interested in the kind of conversations that we have about .NET and C Sharp and programming languages in general and the web and all that stuff, I feel like that, that would be a good place to, to start. And if we end up at anime and Eastern European politics, that's fine too. Well, I mean, this, so this really comes out of our, uh, our our previous conversations. We've had a lot of conversations. We talk about nerdy things, right? And then we were like, yeah, you know, if we recorded right. this, then we could probably get some sweet ad revenue. <laughs> yeah, trying to get that money. Sorry, I'm, uh, I don't know if you can hear me or whatever, but there seems to be extended periods where I cannot hear you. Oh, so no, it goes uh, both ways. There are extended periods where I can't hear you. Interesting. <clears throat> I mean, it's less. I don't know what that's it's less about. Good for a podcast that's a conversation. <laughs> we both just have our own monologues, and occasionally we overlap with each other, and the user will have to figure out, you know, which one they want to pay attention to. Maybe we we separate our voices on different uh, audio yes. channels and they can kind of dial. Like, I, I would like know, to be, switch back I want to be forth. the left ear. Oh, yes. interesting. Okay. I wonder, yeah, that'd be an interesting study, right? Like what if someone for their entire life listened to something through their left ear and another person listened to the same thing through their right ear? Like what effects would that have on their brain and how they learn that information? Like if it was a, a language they were studying, for example, if they were, you know, studying some foreign language only through their left ear, would they would it be better or worse or no difference than uh, studying? You think if they or just they were ear? studying French and then the one day the final it finally arrived, they were going to go to France. They're going to practice. They just have to like lean to the left, like like just put put that left mm. ear towards everybody. Can you yeah. get like I mean you can get a, you can get an eye would... patch and then you wouldn't see through an eye. I guess you just get like a like an earplug. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Is that the ear equivalent of the is. eye patch? The I mean, but you know, it, when I yeah. when I was young and used to to leave the house uh, and go to concerts and things, I used to wear earplugs sometimes because I wanted to protect my hearing because I'm responsible. And you can still hear through that, so you don't want you don't want to risk that. If you can only hear French through your left ear, you got to really seal up that right ear. Interesting. Maybe that's what the podcast is. We just come up with with crazy thought experiments and then we unscientifically predict the results well i think i'd like to use a stronger word um, than predict i think i would use assume let's just assume the results yeah. yeah and each podcast we build upon the previous assumed yes. results you know that's good that is literally <clears throat> the way that like paranoid people work i think that's brilliant <laughs> let's own yeah. that straight away yeah well, I, th I think there's a title for this podcast somewhere in there, um, but let's not figure yeah. that out yet. That'll be the that'll be the final episode where we decide on the title. I think that's a good idea that uh, we should like do the do the show for a while, not have a title. Eventually, people will tell right. us what the title should be. Perhaps. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't know how you list a show in a in a podcasting service. What do you what do you go? We got like Apple Podcasts. Is that a thing? Is that what they call that? Uh, th I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly, you know, what all these newfangled things are. I, I thought we were going to put this up on a, a Usenet board, just a link somewhere, and the people will figure out where to host it. I mean, if you if you put it out there on the internet, people will find it, right? 
I don't know. I mean, yeah, but I don't, I don't really want to be in charge of ho- hosting it. I just want to just put a a Dropbox link out there. I see. And you know, let it let it surf upon the waves of the internet. Yeah, it would be passed around, right? People will just share it. Like right. that's you know, people used to do yeah. that sort of thing. They used to share with one another instead. That, I think that's brilliant. That's the way you want to. That's like a. It's like a zine. It's what it is. It's like right. will be an audio zine. I think that should come back. <laughs> uh, yeah, we should actually what we we should do instead of like hosting this online, we should we should record it to a cassette mm-hmm. tape, mm-hmm. right? And there's some kind of nostalgia around cassette tape because most people would have to like look in their junk to find a uh, a cassette player, right? So it'd be a little bit of a challenge, a little bit of a, a kind of mystique around what is even on this cassette. And then if they want to share it with their friends, you know, they have to record it to another cassette mm. or or pass it on or whatever. And uh, yeah, this whole business of of mass distribution through the internet, um, I think we're really at the the final stages of that being popular. It's kind of kind of boring I mean, that's, now, honestly. We need to go back to like hard to find. I like rarity. that. It's kind, of, it's kind of the the BitTorrent model, but you know, without computers. A little bit, yeah. So I, I like the yeah. idea too that you know you have to have a, an audio cassette player in order to hear it because like you said that as the mystique and since very few people will have that no one will actually know that well the actual product is not as not worthy of the mystique right right it's much more about the user the listener and the cool factor of like yeah I have a cassette player I listen to my podcast right. on cassette it's not really you know, it, it doesn't matter at all. It's kind of like the early days of punk music. A lot of it was just garbage. A lot of it was not that that good in terms of quality, but just the part of being in the scene um, and sharing that experience was much much more important than actually what the content of the music was. I think that I think we have to like tap in. If we're gonna go punk, we need to find a way to tap into like programmer angst. <laughs> Well, there's a lot of that. I don't feel like we have to try very hard. I just feel like you put the tap anywhere and and uh, the angst will just flow I mean, there's forth. some people with some opinions, some some programmers, some some angry opinions, right? Yeah. Well, well let me let me ask you about that because I was I was thinking mm-hmm. that angle as well. A lot of what drives views and and uh, just listeners, I guess, is um, angry. Mm-hmm. opinions or just getting people angry with your opinions, you know, whether or not you actually believe it, if you're able to say bombastic stuff that, that drives listeners. Cause you have people who, who love the bombastic stuff just for its nature. You have the people who agree with you and you have the people that like want to listen to you right. because they hate you. They hate listening to your stuff. So is, is, is that possible? Do we want to just have such do we just want to say things that we don't necessarily believe? Well, I mean, things that we don't believe in the moment or things that, you know, a few days later we decide we completely disagree with. Oh, I love the idea of like one episode. Um, I say something, you say something, and the next episode right. we change our minds. Uh, I, I, you know, not standing behind any particular belief or uh, – I mean, of course – I, I do like the idea of changing our minds based on new information, but the idea of yeah. just changing our minds this is, to change our minds. It's not at all based more fun. on new information. 
Right. Yeah. It's based on clicks. Right. That's it. I think that makes a lot of sense. I think that's a good way to drive the content and our own opinions. I think that's what we want to do. Right. We want yeah. to seek out the new hotness yeah. and disagree with it. I yes, hope. definitely. Yeah. Staying on the cutting edge of, of you know, we got to be paying attention to uh, to the latest JavaScript library. Uh, I mean, if we want to stick in the, the programming world or we got to, I don't know if someone in someone has some something to say, even if we agree with it, we got to disagree with it. You know? So we, yeah, we, we, we agree to disagree. Yeah. Right. Just like the, the, um, very contrarian, the contrarian mm -hmm. programmer kind of mindset, just whatever the popular opinion is, we hate it. Yeah. It's not good. We disagree it with won't it work. until, well, the beauty of that yeah. is actually that the the thing that's popular now will eventually be discredited, right? Oh yeah. So we'll eventually both be right, and then eventually in the long term we'll be wrong. Well, I kind of like the idea of us disagreeing with it up until the point when everybody else starts to agree with us, and then we give it another look. Right. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Okay. Whatever that is. Just we're against popular opinion. We're just against it. And we try to influence. I, we're against it. We're against whatever it. it is. That's right. That's actually uh, that's a, that's a Groucho Marx song. You know, Groucho Marx used to he used to sing songs. Yeah, in, the, in, those, in their, the Marx Brothers films. I can't remember what film that came from. I should know. I guess I have the internet in front of me, but that's. That's not, I don't really trust my computer to run multiple things right now. Well, aren't you, yeah, you're running Linux, so are, is it capable of multitasking? I'm not sure. Well, yeah, they, they added that recently. It's got, yeah, it's got. Still kind of a beta, a beta feature. Well, I think that's just the definition of Linux. Uh, it's just sort of like, yeah, it works for yeah. some people. Right. And did I read somewhere? Um, that, that you have to manually switch threads, like you need to um, be in your terminal and you, not, you need to actually like switch threads. Yeah, I've got, I've got a knob. Yeah. Okay. So you just kind of change the channel. It's like a, it's like an old fashioned TV. Yeah. I like that. It gives the user a little bit more control. Uh, I don't really like the idea of my operating system picking which thread yeah. should be running. I mean, you know, the, who's in charge here? Uh, is, it, is it you? Or is it the OS? Right. What the, with Linux, it's me. Exactly. I'm running. Uh, I'm actually running Pop OS from the good people at System76. Now, is that is that Pop as in like um, your father? You know, Pop like the old man at the uh, grocery store, or the gas station. You call him Pop, or well, it's, see name? the way that Pop OS is spelled. It's P O P exclamation mm -hmm. point. Sometimes we call that a bang. And there's an underscore, mm -hmm. and then it's OS. Mm. Uh, yeah, well, it, you, you could use the word interesting. I, I think it's a little bit difficult. Um, you're, you're trying to Google for things and are using DuckDuckGo. Mm. And um, mm. it it's just odd. You, do you want to – I don't – I just hate to – I don't want to – I don't want to type the, the bang and the underscore, so I don't. And then I just get like – you know, people who think that a Pepsi is a pop. 
So are you sure that it's not pop not OS? Like as a programmer, I might read that as like a, you know, a not. So well, it's actually at, at the end of pop. So maybe it's like to, 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 for, to, to declare that it's not null. How about that? How do you like that? Mm. Right. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. I could definitely see that because that is that is becoming much more popular these days. You know, like this terse syntax where we throw question marks and exclamation points in, in between our variables and the methods and whatnot. I so. remember uh, when I learned, didn't really learn, but I was exposed to Ruby a very long time ago, and they have question marks and exclamation points. You can just use those in any identifier. And it's really nice. Like if you have a, a Boolean, you can just make it a question mark. And they use, I can't remember what purpose these exclamation points for. Um, I know, what is it? Elixir has the same kind of feel. And they use it to say, uh, the exclamation point or the bang will say, this method or this function will explode if something goes wrong. Because most of the time it will return like a, a tuple with like a, an error or an okay. So uh, what do you call it, an atom? And it'll say like, oh, this worked if it returns okay and then some result. Uh, otherwise it will return an error in some result or some error message or whatever. But if you use the exclamation point, it's like, I'm just gonna accept that this might explode, which I think is a good use for because it's a more exciting situation. Yeah, non-determinism in programming. I feel like we need a little bit more of that. I like the idea of like a, a a method, you know, finishing or yes. maybe it doesn't. Early, unexpected early returns. Well, I feel like all feel the like people, um, all, you know, whoever's, whoever sits back and listens to this will say, well, of course you don't. You know, every language has that if you have exceptions. So what is it the Go people? They'll say, wow, we don't have to worry about that. Yeah, I guess um, I want something a little bit more mm. unexpected. I feel like, you know, we can kind of understand where exceptions are going to occur. Um, I'm thinking just, you know, if if we're writing some some code and the thread splits and we go off and do some other work, uh, maybe we just don't I come see. back to that other thread, you know? Who knows? Yeah, I, got I like that. Yeah. Just a little bit more chaos in the code. I feel like people are a little too too used to things finishing. You know, I like the idea of, you know, maybe once in a while the uh, the numbers in your system are just considered to be base eight, just occasionally. <laughs> if you right. put a nine in there somewhere, it just yeah. explodes, or I guess an eight. Yeah, I think that would encourage a lot more, like, defensive programming, right? <laughs> like, just like defensive driving, you know, you have to be aware all the time. You can't just count on everything around you staying the same. Uh, why would you? You never said you want to use base ten numbers. I mean, why would you expect that exactly. everywhere? You know, you just every few every few lines, you need to set your configuration for the program. Just make sure that it that it's that's interesting. That it's so still it's, the same. I think in one way we're kind of back to paranoia again, right? So you want what you're trying to do is encourage yeah. paranoia in the developer. Well, I just feel like people have gotten weak. So I like this that. idea of like every few lines you have to reaffirm. Like how the language works. Like I still, yeah. I, yes, I still want base ten. It's like a it was a belts and suspenders sort of situation. Right. You just make sure that you know this by God is going to be base ten. So pragma base ten right everywhere. I like right. It. Yeah, I'm constantly you know just making sure that things are plugged in and light switches are on, just flipping them. Right. Yeah. 
still work. I check my keys, yeah. make sure they still go to the the doorknob and, mm-hmm. and all that. So, so it's not so it's really like a combination. We're trying to encourage paranoia, and and maybe see if we can't uh, in you know push OCD on people. Um, I mean, yes, I think that that is that's like a, a sub goal. I just want to know who I, I, this is like a siren call. I want to know who else is out there like us. You know, if we talk like this. Maybe we'll get some interesting people to write in and say, you know what? I'm sick of everything working too. Like they're they're going to write in? I don't know. Maybe Do we need a P.O. box? How does that work? I think a P.O. box is nice. But then you know, people will send you things. So right. you, got that to, you got that to deal with. I've always been afraid of that. I don't know. I don't even have a P.O. box now. And I have this like fear of like receiving something in the mail that I don't want. What What fear is that? Well, I mean, yeah, you should, the, the fear of receiving something in a PO box that you don't want. I mean, you have a mailbox, right? Yes. I have one of those, but I just have this, this, the, the fear is like very grounded in like going to the post office, opening up the PO box, getting a package and then it being something I, I just don't want. It's just like just full of bees. (laughs) Well, that, that really, yeah, it could definitely be full of bees or just like something maybe stinky. Yeah. Something um, now. Now, now that I've touched it, I'm implicated in a crime. Oh, you know? that's an interesting idea. I want to get your prints on this. Right. Yeah. Oh, bam, got me. Yeah. So. And then just with a nice note saying, "Would you please return this?" Right. Yeah. And then also like, "P.S. I love your podcast." Right. Yes. Yeah. I think there there is room. I was looking at this the other day because I was trying to subscribe to some more podcasts. I was a little sick of the ones that I'd been listening to and looking for new ones. I think there is room in in the programming podcasting world for a little bit more comedy, a little bit more of the what's it like to just be a programmer, you know, be, be a human being who programs instead of just interviewing people about like, their new library or, or something like that. Um, I, I think we've talked about it before, the idea of a ramble cast. Hmm. Just just rambling. Rambling like we were doing right now. Might work. I mean, so you're not talking about like sort of a podcast version of Dilbert, just like maybe Dilbert minus the uh, the radical thoughts. <laughs> uh, no, nothing like Dilbert. I'd say just, just exactly what we're doing right now. We just spend a hundred episodes trying to figure out what the podcast is while also throwing in, lobbying in some of our opinions. I, you know, maybe, maybe the market for our podcast is just people who are trying to fall asleep. Hmm. I like that. Yes. Just they're hearing our, our voice in their ears as they slowly drift off. So is that how you like to end these things where you just like sort of like sing a lullaby maybe for the people who are still awake? I think, uh, I think people who listen to podcasts fall, that fall asleep, if, it, if the podcast is an hour, they tend to fall asleep around minute 45 or 50. Mm. So I think we'd still need like 10 more minutes of, of content. Um, oh, we're supposed to have content? Just, uh, sorry, I meant 10 more minutes of spoken word uh, or, or something resembling noise. Yeah. Yeah. It can just devolve to us like smashing rocks together. You know, just kind of hitting rocks. Well, um, we probably shouldn't jump right to that on the first episode. Right. Yeah. I mean, we'll get there on our own. Sort of like. Yeah, a, we'll get there. Like the Cena 2001 
one of us will discover tools at some point. <laughs> I like that. Uh, I'm gonna have to wrap it up here, but let's uh, let's do this again. All right, we'll try it. Sounds like a good idea.